Welcome to Mutual Victory, friends. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. Honey, I think this episode should be called Putting Our Money Where Our Mouth Is. I love it. Yeah. Are you going to elaborate on that? Yeah. Sweet. No. Guess. (laughs) Who wants to guess what that means? (laughs) Yeah. Because last week we talked about travel. Travel Mm -hmm. in general. And like how we travel together. Yeah. And stuff like that. And we just traveled. And we did just travel. We did. Perfect timing. Yeah. This worked out. And especially since this is going to air or drop tomorrow. We're a little behind. We are. (laughs) Remember when we had like three episodes lined up? We did. And now it's like, ooh, well, tomorrow's Thursday. Happen. Tomorrow's Thursday. We better record. Uh, things get busy around here yeah, periodically. We're busy. Uh, anyway, yeah, we traveled. We we probably said before we were going, right? I think yeah. last week. Yeah, we went to, we did the Disney. We went to Disney. It was a combined like graduation, birthday, Christmas experience. Mm-hmm. So for the youngest, yeah, for the youngest. So we finally went for. Th- I mean, it was a five day trip, but two days of traveling and three days of parks mm-hmm. last week. How do you think it went? I think it went amazing. Um, you know, the last few times I've traveled, we've traveled, has been uh, complicated. <laughs> really. <laughs> Well, I mean, we live in a place where direct flights anywhere. Oh, okay. Are not. Are you talking about flying somewhere? Yeah, okay, I mean right. that part complicated yeah. for sure. It's not easy to get from Ithaca <clears throat> to Costa Rica. There's a lot of like bouncing that has to happen. Well, I mean, even if you were in like New York, it's still like New York to Houston, right? Houston to. Then it's at least two flights. And because right. of we where we are, then it becomes three. I think, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So um the ease of getting to Orlando. Oh my god. I felt like, so spoiled. I'm like this. So remarkable. I'm like, wait a second. We've only really been traveling like door to door. It was like five hours. Yeah. I felt so spoiled. I yeah. feel like it shouldn't be this easy. Like, how much do we pay for this? Because I feel it's so decadent. To right. Have yeah. No layovers and a direct flight. It was amazing. It felt very uh, it so, incredible in that way. Just so easy. Oh my god. And, and to get to a place where it's really warm. I mean. Yeah, that was essential mm-hmm. for my sanity. Yeah. Because, like, especially March. I mean, April now. When you want it to be spring, it should be. 50s 60s i tell myself and it just isn't yet well, one of the ugh. days it was like 18 degrees and snowing here right something like yeah that. like when, when we, we were left in florida think, right or one day when we were down there yeah it was so ridiculous so so fucking cold i'm over it yeah so in that aspect like it's remarkable how easy it is to get to florida and i think because it's not typically the top of our list <laughs> a place to go um you know i always want to go to costa rica right you definitely want to go to italy yeah um and and so do i I don't know the last time i've been to florida i think the last time i was in florida was the last time i was in disney which was decades ago maybe very long time ago i think yeah so long 
Yeah. So it started off just like, wow, was it that easy? And like, we have arrived at our resort and I'm not exhausted. Like, I don't have the experience of like, we made right. it. And it's time for a nap before I can do anything else. And we did get in at like 10 something. It was night, right? Because our flight. It we, wasn't that late. Uh, something. I mean, we left here at like one. Yeah, but and our like, flight was at you're four. You're right. I guess, uh, yeah, so it was still sunny. The sun yeah, was, it was just like sunny. Maybe o'clock. it was like, oh yeah, wow. It was like eight when we got to the resort. <clears throat> It was late for dinner, and we were still eating dinner. It wasn't like that late. But let's back up <clears throat> and view this as like how you travel, how we travel scenario exactly. before. Yeah. Like, so let's even before we get to going and getting there, the travel prep, <laughs> which like, oh my god, in the in nothing bad happened, but like there were some moments where like my insides clenched mm. as a as a kafa, as a one, as a like. Let's be prepared for, let's make good decisions. Let's make good decisions for our body. When did, when did this clenching occur? <clears throat> it was like the day before. Okay. And. Oh, right. Okay. I yeah. know where you're going with this. And we're okay. like thinking about clothes to wear. Yes. And the youngest says, we're going to go shopping and need some cute shoes. Mm-hmm. And immediately I became afraid. I didn't even become mad. I wasn't annoyed. I was genuinely terrified. Because I'm like, great. Brand new shoes. Mm-hmm. You're going to break in while we're there. Walking 10 miles a day. Oh, my God. Uh, probably. Yeah. Like, we were in the walking nonstop. Blister Central. And uh-huh. I'm like, this is going to derail a trip. This could, this could halt a trip like this where you're walking the entire day in its tracks. Mm-hmm. So, I was genuinely terrified. So and of course I was like, "Are you sure you want to do that? Like, don't you want to wear comfortable shoes that are you know fit and are broken in and are not going to give you blisters?" In my head, I'm like, "Please, dear God, Jesus fucking Christ, don't get new shoes." But I didn't say that out loud. Your face said that, <laughs> and admittedly, I had that clenching experience as well when new shoes were requested, and yet. This is a valuable learning experience. This is a very expensive learning experience. She did fine. We could it go was on. Not that big. We could a deal. go to Syracuse with brand new shoes and just walk around, and that would be way cheaper. Definitely. Uh, so thankfully, two pairs of shoes were brought for a three-day trip. Yep. The new shoes and the super comfortable shoes. Well, it wasn't one of them a pair of boots. Yeah, but they're those like Australian boots that that you don't walk around in Disney in. Everybody wear. I mean, they're like so comfortable. All right. I remember talking to I you. Mean, I have to believe you. I remember talking to Dan fine. about this at massage school because, mm. like, it was summer and hot, and I'm like, "You're in mm. boots and socks." You know me. I don't ever want to yeah. shoot wear shoes. Period. Yeah, true. Let alone socks in the summertime. It's not happening. Yeah. And you know. Dan, who I believe knows more about shoes than anyone on the planet. I trust Dan. Was like, these are the most comfortable shoes to wear all day at work. So I'm like, okay. Um, And for whatever reason, you know, because in my brain too, I'm like, these are the like Australian boots. Isn't it super hot? Like, what? So weird. I thought so too. But, you know. And here we are. So. Here we are. Australian boots, brand new sneakers. Being alternated throughout the trip. So it, it was fine. And what did you do to prepare? Because you did something sneaky to prepare that I didn't even know about. What did I do? 
You brought moleskin or whatever that stuff is. Oh, I got that at the resort. <laughs> that was after. That was like, ooh, my, my, my feet are not used to this much walking. Yeah. Like, I could have worn any shoes. I mean, even in my most comfortable Birkenstock situation, broken mm-hmm. in, these shoes fit my feet like they belong to my feet. I got blisters, so. Yeah. Yeah, so Blisters, no, that was that was purchased there. Like that was a response to something, not a. The snap, yeah, is inevitable. Yeah. I think. Yeah, well, and actually, what I did do when she was like, "Do you have those long ankle socks?" Like I do, and I did. This was not an intentional. Like I better bring these in case someone isn't prepared. This is like I better bring these for me. Oh, so I'm glad I had them. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. If the boots still would have been tried in short, short socks, which also could have, it could have been disastrous, but it wasn't. It I guess wasn't. The, it wasn't. It was, away. it was fine. And there was that moment, you know, the, <clears throat> the prep for the trip though, we do not pack ahead of time ever. And I that helped. No, but like, <clears throat> I don't know. We're not like mountaineering anywhere. Right. We're not like we need clothes for a handful of days. And how long does that take to throw in a bag? You know? Yeah. Yeah. It's more of like the any other ancillary things that can go on like your shower kit type toiletry things or like stuff like that that you don't notice until like, oh, crap, I forgot this thing. I could really use it. And also, we're not going to Mars. Anywhere we go is going to have the shit we're going to need. You just Unless buy it what, you need a sunscreen. It's true. If you want sunscreen in Florida, you better bring it in in multiple three-ounce containers, three containers on the plane because it was hard well, to Well, we didn't by. check bags because, again, we go back to our most recent travel adventures have not been simple. So adding another layer of checking a bag, particularly with – and this obviously wasn't international travel, but – with international travel, connecting flights and coming back into the U.S. and going through customs mm. is not fun. No. It's so. such a hassle. And it, like, eats up time that sometimes you have in the airport and other times you don't. Right. And so we were like, all right, like, one last thing. We're not checking bags. We're going to do carry Especially for the duration of this trip. We flew I know, out on a Monday. Did we flew out on a Monday or was it Tuesday? We flew out on Monday, Monday we flew back on Friday. Afternoon and we came home Friday. Yeah. So you just need three outfits. Four I mean, that's if, not true. And four if it's gonna rain and you might need another one. I mean you don't need a whole lot. Well, you need cutesy outfits. Oh for God's sake. You just <laughs> sorry. Bathing suits, cover ups. Again, don't take up a lot of space. Some anyway. shoe options. <laughs> I'm a pretty light packer and What? I am Oh my god. Absolutely not. I think that I need Someone who, act, yeah, you are. Yes, you don't necessarily pack heavy, although you might teeter. You certainly do not pack light. No, no, I love you so much. I am not gonna let this go. No, you do not pack light. I brought a duffel bag, a duffel bag on our honeymoon to Italy. For at least a week. We was, were at least a week gone. There was another shoe ex- shoe issue, shoe incident at that trip too. We did? Yes. What was the shoe incident on that trip? Your shoe broke. Some shoe you had 
broke because we were right by the Trevi Fountain. And then you needed to go into a store and buy new shoes. My shoe broke? I think so. Well, see, this is what happens when I wear the most comfortable broken-in sandals. Yeah, I don't know if I'm just reframing this story in a different way. Because in my head, trying to recollect how I felt at the time, Mm -hmm. and of course I was exasperated. And I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Oh, we're going to buy shoes now? Oh, great. This is You're going to break these shoes in? Your feet are going to be killing you. Which wasn't inaccurate. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, I got these amazing, very like gladiator type, yeah. but like low Roman sandals that were beautiful as, leather. As one does in Rome. As one does in Rome. And I still have those sandals, by the way. Oh, wow. Honestly, I feel so much better about it. Really? Honestly, I do. Yeah. Because if this is something you got, then ditched. No, no, no. I still have those sandals. The hard thing about those sandals, though, is that they're like super, I mean, they're like gladiator sandals. They're super strappy. You have to like buckle them, which I don't want to do any of that Mm -hmm. with shoes. I just want to slip them on. Uh, And so, yeah. But anyway. I feel so good that you There was a shoe incident. There was also a shoe incident in 2019 Italy as well. Really? Yeah, because I brought irresponsible shoes. It wasn't. Let's say. Was it quite warm enough? Oh yeah, to wear the shoes that I brought. It was so late March. I again had to get some Italian leather loafers. <laughs> it's like we're gonna show up. You're just gonna have like plastic bags on your feet, and I'm like, where are your shoes? Like, oh, guess I gotta get some shoes while we're here. I mean, at this point, if there's not. I don't even have to pretend that I need to find a reason. I'm just like, obviously, I'm gonna get shoes. Yeah, I don't know why you do that, because what would I say, no? I know, I know. I don't think I've ever done that. It's just silly. Yeah. Old weird. old habits die right, hard. I see that. Um, yeah. So, okay. Shoe incidents. I can see how then the mention of I'm going to wear new shoes going to Disney could have invoked a, an even more clenchy type of experience. Oh, my God. Especially and, with, like, you know, we... The past two like weeks around our anniversary, we have gone somewhere like a little getaway. Yeah, those aren't walking around trips. Those are like holing up in a mountain in the snowy cabin type thing. So True. shoe, you want some warm shoes if you go outside, but like not imperative. It's not going to ruin a trip. It's not going to ruin a trip. Yeah. So like, yeah, I get nervous when it's like big blister, can't walk. I'm like, <sighs> right. It's all we're, we're doing. Ten miles a day. It's all we're doing for three days. On that note, though, <clears throat> we arrive at the re- at the resort. It's already having the experience of being super simple, super easeful of a trip. Not that you want to like mention that at the beginning of a trip because you know things could go awry. Yeah, you don't want to say, "Wow, things are going things great. are great. This things is- are so simple on this trip. Everything is coming up Millhouse on this trip. This um, is great." It was, you know. It was relatively easeful, and uh, we really appreciated that throughout the time that we were there. It was like, okay, given how quick we were able to get down there and how, like, you know, we're... I'm still totally down for all the adventures and, like, let's go rent a car in Costa Rica and drive around, like, getting kind of lost driving through a river three times... Uh, totally down with all of that. And sometimes 
a vacation where you actually don't really have to think. Don't have to think. Yeah. I think I said something similar to this because I know how much you love Costa Rica. I do. And I think I said something like, you know, I, I, cause the last time we went was my first time. Definitely it was new, a little out of my comfort zone, but it was fine and great. And I enjoyed myself and would do that kind of trip again. Like, yeah, we had some romancing the stone type moments. We're like, yeah, we got to, <laughs> the road dips and it's like almost like crossing a river. Can we get our little, whatever car we have across it? And it's, there's that kind of adventure to it. However, yes, getting up in age where I'm like, you know, sometimes I want to show up and have not to think about a whole lot. Right. And that's the case on this trip, which I appreciated, loved, and was very thankful for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. So it seems like we're getting on the same page here. We're Mm -hmm. both getting old to the point where like, hey, we like adventures, but... We also like to call up the front desk and say, can we have some more blankets? And they show up with them. And they just show up. Yeah. Yeah, it was that was remarkable. Like a little bit of both. It's about balance. It's about balance. <laughs> As honey. opposed to being at an Airbnb and it's like, are there extra blankets here? I don't even know. Just because fold your sheet over and just sleep skinny. I mean, just zip up. I'm like frequently cold and maybe other people aren't. And therefore, you know, air conditioning also just messes me up. So anytime there's air conditioning, I want like six blankets. Um, so i think in some more tropical and warm climate there may not be access to extra blankets like one would expect it's true um yeah it was i i think that we landed in the space that it was fun it was easy um that that we might go there for our next anniversary yeah and i was just thinking about this this is weird because you know, places like that, like the parks are, you know, a lot of people are there. And we kind of actively avoid crowds and people. We do actively do that. A lot. So it's just weird that we we weren't so turned off from the experience or like we're willing to deal with it enough. I don't know what it was, but we're both like, I was at least like, I think I brought it up. Like I'd come back. Totally. Within a year. You know, if it was just, especially if it's just you and me, you know what I mean? Like I totally would. Yeah, I mean, there are some things that I would adjust going back. Like, uh, food was hard for me. Yeah, yeah. that's the thing about going to, like, when we went to Italy or Costa Rica versus Florida parks. Uh Yeah, the food, I mean, wasn't bad. Nothing was like, oh, this is gross. But it's like park food. It's not like you have to go out of your way to find a vegetable. Yeah, I think that by lunch on Wednesday, I was like, all I'm going to eat is broccoli. <laughs> because there was broccoli. And, um, you know, Disney loves to do, there's either, well, what are our options here? There's like, particularly right now, because of the way that the parks are being run through COVID and pandemic situation. Like, so some things are not, at the level that they were before, mm. the parks are at 35% capacity. Which blows my mind. I it's think so amazing. If you doubled the people that were there, that would have been insane. Uh-huh. And I can't believe the parks could technically, technically maybe handle more. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, so you can get fast food. Yeah. 
like that's just everywhere. You can get like fair type of food. I got to say that the I, I have full appreciation for the amount of popcorn that's available at any given time <laughs> all over every oh, yeah. single park. That's, you know, I'm, I had this thought. I was thinking this is probably like where do they make the most money? Yeah. Like what item that they sell or what thing. Right. Like generate... the markup is so high right. in what... comparison to the cost. Yes. And I, I think it's popcorn. Like it's so cheap and they sell it for like, you know, like $7. Like $5 for like a, what would be a small popcorn in right. a movie theater. Yeah. Yeah. Or you spend $15 for a refillable bucket or do you just get to keep the bucket? I don't even know if it's refillable or. Yeah. It's refi- it's refillable. Like free? Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. I mean, I mean if you're going to go hard on popcorn. <laughs> go hard on popcorn, which we could have if. You know, it was longer than like a three-day quick thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So this is going to be us next time. It's like okay, day one in the morning, get that fifteen-dollar bucket of popcorn. Bucket. Just strap it to the bag we're carrying, and just be like, "Hey, fill us up." Yeah. This is this is our breakfast. And for you know, if we want to be, if we want to talk about the Ayurveda aspect of Disney World, which I think is important because. It's just present in everything that I do and and how I move around the world. And so I can't like separate that even going to a theme park. Um, I mean, I think it's a great place to exercise and practice that because like everything is pushed to the limit. Like It's true. Fortunately, we went end of March. So like the hottest day was like, I think it was 91 day, yep. but there was a really nice breeze. So it didn't feel bad. Like it was definitely mid to high 80s. Mm-hmm. If you're going there in the summer... You will be baking in that sun. Yes. So like all of that, that heat just brings up any annoyance, mm-hmm. anything that can ever irritate you is just that close to the surface, I think, in those kind of conditions. It's, that's absolutely accurate. So the popcorn in Walt Disney World, because mm-hmm. I have looked, <laughs> it's popped with coconut oil. Oh, okay. So, you know, that's really good to know. And way better than peanut oil. Mm. Better for oh, I'm sure they like, probably won't touch peanut oil across the well. Yeah, um, across the board, best for any dosha. Basically, mm-hmm. can tolerate coconut oil. It's not. Uh, it's not too intense. And this is the thing about popcorn. Like, if you have vata in your constitution, which I do, popcorn is like almost borderline an addiction. <laughs> Because it's light, it's airy, it's crunchy, it's salty. I could have told you that without and knowing anything about doshas. All the vata like craving type of things. And so, um, you know, there's a lot of vata inducing things that are already happening in a park and then travel in and of itself will kick up vata. So flying in particular will kick up vata. So eating popcorn all day is not a great plan if... uh, you know, you're wanting to have any kind of grounding or linear thought or being able to, you know, whatever. And you're in Disney World. So you actually don't have to do a lot of thinking or or grounding or real focused presence on anything. You can be distracted. You can be flighty. You can be in airy fairyland because the parks are all a big circle. <laughs> you walk in. Um, it's you can't necessarily get lost, lost in the park. Um, and so, yeah, you do get to kind of turn off that like executive functioning of your brain and just kind of be in the whimsy. So it's not a bad place to have a vata imbalance mm. aside from digestion. Okay. So. 
Yeah. You know, it can be tricky to poop in Disney World if you are not somebody who has a lot of can I ample and, ready fire. Can I make that the title of the blog post? <laughs> tricky to poop in Disney World. Tricky to poop in Disney World. Not for lack of bathrooms though. This is not a no. this is not a Disney issue. Disney has got it down with like I think there's a bathroom every like 200 yards. Bathrooms per capita. It's, it's remarkable. It's and remarkable. Is, it, is it bad that like as we get older, definitely it's like I know there's going to be a bathroom somewhere with an eye shot almost. Right. And it's going to be clean. I'm not pulling over on the side of the road, peeing in the foliage of dusty Costa Rica uh, uh, highway yeah. land, yeah, which no. I've done before. Uh, because... Uh, you don't have to do that. There's a bathroom every 200 yards. Pretty oh, if that. Now, this is more for me. We're talking about doshas, and I'm going to bring up Enneagram. So what's the doshas? Kapha. What is Kapha? Like the elements that make that up. Because I always forget. I want to have it written down here. Oh, I you're going to take notes? Well, yeah, because I notes never... Notes are my love language. I know. Uh, earth and water is Kapha. We'll just call it the Xerxes 300. In the beginning of the movie, like the emissaries from Persia go up to Sparta and they're like, Earth and water. Earth and water. Let's watch that movie. We are on, well, this is mainly me. Are we going to watch 300? Did you just say that? Yeah, not the second, but yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) This, like, here's how, when I approach, when I go to places, actually when I go anywhere, you know, especially like, if aside from like Boston or New York, nope, those places too. I usually just walk around and it's like what comes to me is like, Oh, what movies does this place make me think of? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to make a mental list or write it down. And we're going to watch these movies when I get home. Mm-hmm. So of course, Disney was just inundated Yeah, with like, Oh, we're, we're going to watch, watch this, this movie, movie and this oh, movie yeah, and this, this movie. One. We already started. We did a our Indiana Jones day mm-hmm. a few days ago mm-hmm. because they had that stunt spectacular, which yeah. is so fun. Um, all right. So we got earth and water, Pitta, fire and water, fire, Vata, air and space. Ain't no air in space. <laughs> There's an air and space museum. <laughs> what is that from? It's from The Simpsons. Jeez, the wheeze. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, it sounds like we're lucky because our doshas kind of line up because right. this happened a lot. Like, we were up at 6.30 every mm-hmm. of the three days we were there mm-hmm. doing stuff. And... Up at 6.30, at the bus at 7.30. And we didn't really eat a whole lot of food, definitely before we left. I mean, we had a little thing of Entima's donuts, and I maybe had one or two. Definitely had some coffee, maybe some water. Not a whole lot of eating. I think, like, what we would eat is, like, we get to the park, do a thing. Right. And then, like, re- like just kind of then chill and get something to eat. Mm-hmm. So, like, being able, like, I mean, if I was with someone who's like, I need to eat before we go. Right. I'm like, ugh. Like, Where are I we doing that? And I also want to go and get out and be there yeah. ASAP. Yep. So, ugh. So. That's when you, if you travel with fire people, you have to be able to pack protein bars, mm. Luna bars, nuts. You like, yeah. you know, Thermics. just knowing that there has to be those kind of like road snacks that they can have when you're getting from point A to point B before an actual meal can happen because... Yeah. yeah, it's like, <clears throat> I'm sure we could have had breakfast at the resort. And the thing about um, 
staying on site in Disney, one of the benefits to that is the transportation for one, and also uh, mm. early park entry. And so yeah. it was more important and easy for the three of us to just get up and go and not right. have to like, are we going to go find breakfast before right. we leave the resort, blah, blah, blah. And it was kind of cool. We were kind of all on the same page. It's like, we want to get there early mm-hmm. and do a thing that usually fills up fast before midday. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even remember what we did first thing on the first two days, but I know we intentionally were like, we're going to get up early. I mean, same time every day. I mean, on the, the last day, get to Hollywood Studios to Galaxy's Edge for Star Wars, and we're going to get in line for Rise of the Resistance on the last day. That's the first thing we're going to do. If we get there quick enough, our wait time will be under an hour. Yep. Which it definitely was. It definitely was. Yeah. And yeah, and it was so awesome. <laughs> It was. Well, it was also amazing to like start because the first day in the parks, we started with the Millennium Falcon ride. Oh, that's right. We did Smuggler's Run. We did Smuggler's Run. we waited for like, what, 20 minutes? Not Not even. even. 15. Because we were, we went right off, like first in the parks. Everyone else was in line for Rise of Resistance. (laughs) No one was online for Smuggler's Run, which Which we we were in the Millennium Falcon. For real. Yeah. So, um, and we did that ride twice. We did. It's the only ride that we did twice. We, the second time we waited a while. Yeah, we did. I was not, that was where I was, I wouldn't say hitting a wall because it wasn't that extreme, but I was definitely feeling it. Like, Yeah, you were a little out of it. It was day two. Mm-mm. Midway through day two? Was it? Oh, no, it was maybe day three because we had, I think we did Rise of the Resistance first thing. Yeah. Got something to eat. And we're like, hey, let's do Smuggler's Run. Yeah, I was getting tired by that point. Yeah, it but, was. I mean, Lots that was right, and that was the longest <laughs> wait we had. We definitely waited over an hour for that. For that ride, which yeah. was the longest wait we had. Period. Like you pass the ride, the wait times for some of these, it's like 140 minutes. Like Tower of Terror, <laughs> when we lightning laned that, or like I keep calling it Fast Pass because it's what, it's the same thing. Yeah, we like we got the lightning lane for that, and when we did it, the wait was two hours mm-hmm. at least. I'm like, whoa, this was. I don't know what we had to pay for this app service that let us. Lightning lane, certain things, at certain times, but it was worth it. Yeah, it's definitely. It worth was it. so worth it. Yeah. Well, how do I mean? It would be silly for me to not purchase something called Genie Service. <laughs> yeah, it's almost like <laughs> all the gods are saying, "This is this is for us. This, this is for is you." Something you want to do, definitely. Yeah. So, and I think all of our constitutions complemented the general layout of mm. the day. The harder part. And we figured out like the way to do it is that you need a nap. 100%. 100%. You need a nap. And um, <clears throat> so part, I mean, if we're at the parks, which we were by like eight o'clock in the morning. Right. If that, I mean, we were probably in line for something by then. Yeah. E- yeah, exactly. Then going back to the resort at like one o'clock to, for you to nap and rest was, uh, very important part of being able to stay up and like be out after 9 p.m. Because it's not like we don't stay up past 9 p.m. Like we're not at that level yet in our lives where we go to bed earlier than Yeah, than but that. we're not our super productive selves at that time of day either. Right. And I knew these days were going to be like at the parks at and past closing, mm-hmm. which could be nine. I think Magic Kingdom was open till 11. 
Yeah. So like these are going to be long days and there was going to be no way. This was like non-negotiable. Yeah. Like for me, like honestly, if you guys wanted to be like, we actually want to stay and do this thing. I'm like, I need to go. I need to crash for literally 20 minutes, half an hour, and then I'll come right back. But there's no way I can make it through the rest of this day without a break. You know, Disney World would do well to have a nap spot, you know? Like, can't they make it like Baloo from the Jungle Book theme and you just kind of go lay in a hammock in this air-conditioned big room for... Baloo's... (laughs) Baloo's nap... Nap zone. Zone or something. I mean, like with the amount of children who melt down and literally lose their shit. Seriously. And the amount of pop-ups who need to just rest and put their feet up. I think that this would be a really valid and could be themed appropriately, you know? Yeah. Or just like Seven Dwarf Sleepy Zone or something, you know? Like it's not that hard to do a... Oh, yeah. Thematic nap zone. Yeah. Thematic nap zone. (laughs) I love that. In each park. I mean, there could be... um, Well, yeah, Baloo's for probably Animal Kingdom. Would be Animal Kingdom. Magic Kingdom, you can do the... Seven Dwarves. Sleepy. Sleepies. Sleepies. Well, Hollywood Studios. You don't rest there. No rest. I mean... Yeah, I mean, it's like, what's the sleepiest... (laughs) What's the sleepiest character in any of the movies that are kind of represented in well these are all like action movies yeah it's true a whole not a not a lot of downtime in sleeping Mm -hmm. and if there is they just cut the scene and go to something else more interesting yeah yeah Yeah. it's unfortunate that we don't celebrate the sleepy hero (laughs) can't we celebrate the earth heroes it's like (laughs) i am gonna not rest well maybe i will rest i'm I'm gonna nap before give me 30 minutes and i jump on this airplane and twirl around i need 30 minutes and then i will not rest until this quest is completed unless it's not completed by this time tomorrow and then i will rest again 25 25 minutes (laughs) yeah and so nap time was figured into the day and it actually worked out really well because it tended to be like the hotter part of the day it was after lunch uh and we were all able to sustain Mm -hmm. um Although the day that I didn't like rest or go to the pool, uh, I definitely needed coffee that I didn't get. So it was this zombie. Yeah, I was I, like loopy And I zombie. felt bad because you wanted to go to Disney Springs and I wanted to go with you, but the choice was either me join you at Disney Springs and me be use- useless the rest of the day. We had like a 930 dinner reservation that night. Was that when we ate at the Beast's Castle? The Beast's Castle. So let me just say something. Okay. Briefly before we get into the the Beast Castle, is that like when we watch The Big Bang Theory, mm-hmm. you often say something like that I'm like Leonard, mm-hmm. but for how much I like theming, I yeah. think I'm a lot like Raj. Yeah. I love theming. Yeah, <laughs> you I, do love. I, you, I do love that you everything. Do love a theme. I do love a theme, and I love a commitment to a theme. Like sometimes if you go to a place like the Six Flags Parks. They have themes with rides and stuff, but it's done at like 20% of Disney. So it's like, oh, I see what they're doing. Yeah, I get it. And like, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, you get the Disney treatment. Nobody does theming like yeah, Disney does which I theming. Can totally appropriate, uh, appreciate and I love. And speaking of Enneagram, this is what, this, this is as a one going to my growth of seven, mm-hmm. which is like the whimsy, the fun. Yeah. I totally, without effort, go right into that. Yeah, every time. Do. Yeah, yeah. 
It, it's really fun to be in. Well, the same thing happens at Ren Fairs. Yeah. You know, you go like mm-hmm. straight into your seven easy breezy um, over there into seven land and and everything is an adventure and and so like there's total appreciation for the details uh uh, in disney for me it's like it's not just the details of the ride which lasts you know all told 10 minutes if you're lucky if that uh it's every moment of waiting in line when we were waiting in line for the pandora Mm. uh avatar Riding the Ikran. The Banshee ride. The Banshee ride was like, it was just beautiful to be in line for that ride. Like the outside portion and and some of the inside, you're walking through like the mountains of Pandora, right? Like the jungles and like Mm -hmm. the very natural setting. But then at some point you go inside to like the scientific lab. Yeah. Where like there's a nine foot avatar growing in that in a big in tank. A tank uh-huh. And this is someone's workspace that has all books on the Navi and stuff. Like, uh-huh. So much detail that I just can appreciate and love. It was just so awesome. It's top notch. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I was, even when we were, you know, an older ride, uh, Thunder Mountain Railroad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, like was... there are canary cages right. hanging uh, that are empty. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just, like the dynamite, like sticks that you push down on, you know what I mean? Yep. And I think, I'm not sure, like one of us did that. Like we picked it up and pushed oh, yeah. it down. And outside, it makes little, little things explosion explode. sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Props. Love, love, love the detail. Got to entertain people while they're in line <laughs> for 120 minutes. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, that's the smart thing is like half the, I mean, I would even say three quarters of the weight, you are inside and covered. Right. At least, I mean, if you're not inside in an air conditioned space, you are at least. Covered from the sun. Covered from the sun. You're getting to look at cool shit. Cool shit. And then even like when you go through the spot where someone's like, how many in your party? And you're like three. And they say this way. Before they like usher you into a room where you watch a little video of a character saying, hey, here's your job on this ride. Mm -hmm. And then what happens is my absolute favorite of all of these rides. (laughs) Where someone's like, doop, 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 pushing buttons. And then like some weird sound happens and they say something like, Huh, that's weird. That's never happened before. It's like, oh, this is where something goes wrong. Something goes wrong. I love it. And you need to fix it. Oh, I love it. You so are much. the only one that can complete this mission. <coughs> yeah, I I love that. That's my favorite part of this thing. I even said that, I think, on the Avatar yep. line when they ushered us in. And the guy's like, move around. We'll capture your likeness to zip zap into this Avatar. I'm like, yeah, all right, yeah. here we go. Huh, this is weird. We never usually see this kind of this reading. Never blah, blah, blah. I'm like, this is my favorite part. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's easy to get super swept up in the magic that goes on in Disney. And, uh, you know, for the two of us who, again, we do often just stay home. <laughs> and, yeah. uh, and yet we have such a deep appreciation for stories and fantasy and, you know, theming and getting like really excited and involved in these like fake universes that uh, feel very right. real and we understand them. Um, well, it, it, also, it also doesn't hurt that like, especially in like the Hollywood studios, 
you know, they just developed this whole new part of the park and world for Star Wars, which has, like, been a part of my... Entire life. Entire life. So, like, Mm -hmm. to see it done with that much detail is just so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. That and, like, they've got the Indiana Jones thing, which I love, too. Like, that whole little stunt show, like... Two major franchises that have been like with me since the beginning. So, yeah. like, yeah, to see that done at that like respect for detail is just so fun. Yeah. So, as as far as uh, doshas go, I think even I mean we're the same. We're like very close to, if not identical, we're like the same dosha, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Like, where do we differ? So you have a lot of fire that I don't what? have. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um yeah, you have the kafa kafa pita oh. combo. Um once upon a time I do think that I was much more tridoshic than I am now. You're Scorpio. How do you not have any of that? I know. I, Scorpio isn't a fire sign. Scorpio is a water sign. It's a vengeful sign. Wow. Uh, wow. T- am I wrong? Yes. Am I wrong? <laughs> am I wrong? Um Okay then. And and I have much, I would say that probably it's a very close amount of air and fire that I have uh, and, and definitely more earth, but I don't have as much fire as I used to. So, um, yeah, same, you know, that's, that's kind of we're old. We don't have the energy. We're old. We, our fire is dwindling. No, wow. uh, Jesus. there's a lot of. <laughs> You know, there's a lot of reasons for that. I think um, lifestyle had an impact on my fire for sure. And just like kind of running on empty too long and too much. Mm. Uh, And then also, you know, temperature wise, like I was cold in Florida. Yeah, you were. You know, like. We were walking through. I don't think I was sweating once. You were walking through Magic Kingdom and you're like, I'm chilly. Are you fucking kidding me? I was chilly multiple times. (laughs) Like. I had the thought a couple times of like, I wish I brought like a zip up hoodie. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and why didn't I? You know, because in my brain, I'm like, oh, it's going to be 80 something degrees. I'm going to be I mean, totally. It was, like, but at that time of night, it was probably like 72. Right. So it was, was tricky chilly. to get in the pool even at the resort because <laughs> I was cold. So um, I just don't have as much fire and I have a lot more air than you do. And, um, in that airiness, you know, when I'm tired or when I haven't had real food to eat, um, my brain goes away, you know? Yeah. Yeah. There are definitely instances where you, I have to do the thinking for both of us. Yeah. I mean, there were a couple of times where you were like, you can't be in charge anymore today. And I'm like, which, which honestly, I'm like, I don't ever actually want to be in charge. Yeah. So that was awesome. We were getting online for Pirates of the Caribbean. Is that where we were? Yeah. And the woman said, how many in your party? We said three. She said, okay, row number one. And you promptly went into row number six. Hmm. I'm like, wow, we're, this is weird. Wait a minute. What row did she say? She said one. We're on six now. (laughs) We, We need to go five rows that way. And I was like, you don't get to be in the front of the group anymore. I mean, I, I will handle this. I actually just literally do not ever want to be in the front or leading anything. Um, and it turns into 
like that's just like kind of a default position. I think it's a default position of a lot of mothering. Yeah, it's also like you just walk without communicating anything to anyone. Yeah, we're all trying to catch up mm. because you're not like, hey guys, which doesn't make any sense because I walk the slowest. So, but you mm. don't tell anyone where you're going. I, you just go. I just figure it out as I go along, which is fine. <laughs> but that's why people are like, "Where's mom? Where did she? She went that way." Well, see, this is this is when my vata is like so out of balance, and you know, I've been eating popcorn and nothing green or any kind of cooked vegetable Do you need has to get happened. You one of those backpacks that have like the leash, like the little kids <laughs> like have. little just children so have, lose you because you just kind of <laughs> wander off in some random direction. Well, sometimes I just get excited about something, you know. Me too. Yeah, I get it. Got to keep up. Oh, Pay God attention. Sake. Yeah. That's it. Pay attention to what I'm doing. Um, so how do you think we did as far as putting our money where our mouth was? Is like comparing what we said about like how we travel. This is how our doshas do it. This is, how, you know, it's good to know these things as a couple traveling and especially with other people, you know, like I think we did great. I think we did great. I think I have like a very selective memory about things sometimes too, because every time I forget that for like the 36 hours leading up to when we have arrived. So whatever arrival time is, subtract 36, go back in time 36 hours. And in that window, you are so grumpy. Oh, I wouldn't say so grumpy. You're grumpy. You are. You're grump- I mean, like, and your grumpiness just looks like brooding silence. Oh. Um, so I look like the Batman. And I'm like, yay, yay, we're going on a trip. And you're like, rah, 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 rah. we have to remember all these things. And rah, 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 rah. you know, you just like turn into a grumpy curmudgeon, a quiet one, but still a grumpy curmudgeon. And, and I'm like riding the wave of like, <gasps> I think I woke up the morning we were flying out and I'm like, we're going to Disney World. And you're just like, because <sighs> <laughs> you can't like... Like, you know, it's to transition. Who's going to forget what? And that's a Kapha thing of? too. Yeah, yeah. Like change for Kapha is so slow and so difficult. Mm. And when you're in that full Kapha mode and like there's a, going to be a big transition and shift into basically our day-to-day life for the next four days isn't going to look like normal life. You're not into it. But then the second that we arrive, right, you yeah. like all that excitement comes out. Yep. You go to your Enneagram 7. I like, do. And so all I actually usually remember if we weren't having this conversation is that like we get there and you're like, Wee! we're in like, you know, playland. It's 80 degrees here. Yes. It's 80 degrees. It's there's the sunshine. There's sunshine happening the in the sun sky. Is here. The sun is here. It's not. It's not at home. It's not. It's not at home. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why that is. Um. I mean, you probably have a better answer than I would ever give because you get to observe me instead of being me. Because I make up stories and reasons that aren't necessarily accurate. Right. Yeah. You know, part of it's I. You know, what are we going to forget? Who's going to forget what? And it's like kind of bracing for the problem to deal with. Right. Which I try not to do. Well, we talked about this in the last podcast though. Like you go into the um 
over-prepare for any of the what-ifs and, like, what-if means you have to, like, remedy a situation. Yeah. And so. Yeah. And then, well, also, which is weird, is a lot of times when I find myself in the situation of the one remedying, remedying a situation, I'm way more calm mm-hmm. and grounded than I was thinking about it beforehand. Like thinking about the Madeline going, leaving the airport. Right. You know what I mean? If you told me beforehand, again, like one of the children will leave the airport while you're waiting for your flight to Des Moines mm-hmm. and you're going to have to figure that out. If I was thinking about that at home before we left, yeah, be grumpy and quiet, trying to think about it, like saying, okay, uh-huh. how do we avoid this? But in the moment, it's somehow immediate grounding and say, no, I got this. We can figure it out. Well, in the moment, you're still very much in your one of like, I can I can go into the zone of making sure that this is figured out and that it's figured out correctly. <laughs> <laughs> figured out and not figured out as we need to stay in this airport for four days and then we can get home. Right. <laughs> you know, and in ridiculous. like in like stress point for it. I mean, do you know a lot about your stress point for Enneagram? No, what is it? It's a four. Ugh. So when you <laughs> when you <laughs> When you go to stress, you experience like the least awesome version of a four, too. You experience like the moodiness and the like, nobody else has to, nobody else understands how I have to deal with this. And, you know, it's very like, oh, woe is me type of yeah, it's, stress. It's, it's, you're not, you're not off the mark at all. It's, yeah. it's like, Jesus Christ, it's just something else I have to deal with now when it could have been avoided. I guess that's part of it too, where like the over-preparing and thinking is an attempt to avoid simple mistakes that are costly and time-consuming or can be costly and time-consuming. This is what okay. I'm, what? I mean, Enneagram 1, when they go to stress, the part of the four that they go to is the least rational part of the four. It's like, imagine a four that is so out of connection to being rational. Mm. That's where Enneagram One goes in stress. And so, like, I think that it's the the lack of ability to predict what's mm. going on at any given time with travel, with, you know, preparing for travel, that until we've landed, there's too many things. That are literally up in the air. That are up in the air. <laughs> I'm so proud of that one. That, that was really good, honey. <laughs> um, that, you know... You will 100% go to that irrational place of like, this could go wrong and this could go wrong and this could be forgotten and this is going to be an issue and someone's going to get blisters and everyone's going to be miserable. And, you know, like the. Which one of you jerks is going to get blisters (laughs) on my watch? Who's getting blisters? You (laughs) suck. Um, And, you know, and that's the that's the thing about going to that four in stress. Um, Yeah. Is it it isn't super helpful it's not you're absolutely right right well hey this is why travel should be a third date (laughs) well this is why it's important i think to know things like the enneagram types of your partner because Mm. then i'm not like will you just pull it together and jump on this whimsy train and like i don't have a story or an irritation Mm. i'm like oh he's doing his four moodiness and once we land and we arrive at the resort, he's going to stop being moody. 
and he's going to be very excited and on an adventure with me yeah. and in his seven. So I don't have to get all entangled in this four version of you. I'm that- wondering if you could say that to me in the moment. If you were like, if you said anything, not like, hey, you're being a four right now. Right. And I'm, I need you to be like, a I would seven. say it like, like that you anyway. Say it like that at all. It could just be like, <laughs> don't forget about the seven. You know what I mean? It's like, don't forget, you know, the whimsy and the joy that you feel whenever you get to a place. Right. Which is <clears throat> almost always the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that that happens the more that we go someplace too. Like, this is a kafa. I had this thought because. I was thinking about Jess. Yeah. I thought about Jess too this morning. You were thinking about Jess this morning? Well, I was thinking about road grace. Yeah. Which I I think you guys should start doing. I think so too. So, you know, traveling, for me, traveling with Jess, Mm. because she has, she's so fire. She's so pitta and has all of that, like, travel pitta. On top of the fact that she is an Enneagram 8 with a strong 7 wing. Like, she doesn't even Mm. have to go to growth point to get to that Mm. 7 adventure. Um, I was so thankful and glad that when I went to Costa Rica for the first time, it was not only with you, but she went too. So like it was the three of us. So I'm like, oh, she is captaining the ship and I am. She is. We get to let the AP in charge. I am in a supporting role. I know exactly my role on this this, this trip Mm -hmm. is to support and enjoy. That's it. And, you know, the thing is, is like... When we travel and that kapha element of travel uh, is so different in a lot of ways than a, than a pitta version of travel, Jess loves to go to new places all the time. That is a very pitta thing to want yeah. to do. Like, like so, we'll have conversations sometimes even where she's like, yeah, I'd go back there, but I already went there. Whereas the two of us... Will be someplace, mm-hmm. and we're like, when are we coming back to this exact place? I could go back. I can go back to places almost any any time. Yeah. Um. Similarly, like Kafa, you know, we will rewatch movies. <laughs> we will. I will reread books if yeah. I love them enough. I will not really reread it, but I will. <clears throat> if I've read it already, I will listen to it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Whereas. You know, that for some people, they're like, why would you do something that you've already done? And we ha- we find such comfort in that, like, familiarity and routine that it takes that element of, like, we don't know what's going to happen. The, el- the very element that has you go to a four mm-hmm. when you're in stress and travel, it mitigates it a little bit. Because, of course, there's always the up-in-the-airness of travel. <clears throat> and yet, if you're going to the same place, you're like, okay, I know what the I know what the airport in Florence looks like. Right. Yeah, I know yeah. what security is like there. Yep. Um, and that is a comforting thing. Yep, totally. I also like, especially with movies and books and places. It's like, what did I miss the first time? Let's yeah. go a little deeper. Let's let's go deeper into this spot I've been to five times, and maybe I'll see something I haven't seen before. <clears throat> or let's avoid everything I ever saw the first three times I've been here and find something out of the way, small, something totally new in this place. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that part too, because one thing again, that we have in common when we travel that is different when traveling with someone who has a more fiery or airy constitution is I don't want to go, 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 go until I drop. 
Like, I don't want to try to fit in every single historic site, every Mm. single side quest that can come along. And I definitely am not good at the two days in this place, two days in this place, two days in this place type of travel. I did that when I was like 19. Mm -hmm. Couldn't do it again. I just don't have the, of course, the energy to keep up a pace like that at 42. But yeah, definitely would rather spend an extra day somewhere relaxing Mm -hmm. or doing nothing. You know what I mean? Just like sitting in a square somewhere and just people watching. Yeah. I mean, I think if I had this Florida trip to to do over in Disney, I would have us arriving on Sunday, going into parks Monday and Tuesday, staying at the resort Mm. Wednesday, going back to the parks Thursday, and maybe Friday and then flying out. Pool, chill kind of. Right, to Whatever. just have a chill day right in the middle. Yeah, because I know it wasn't like Disney Springs, like a, it was close. Like, we didn't have to get in a... Well, we could take the slowest moving <laughs> boat in the history of the free world. <laughs> what are you, my father? <laughs> that was my Jim O'Neill quote. That was good. That sounded just like him. <laughs> nah, he would have said Western civilization. Western civilization. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. He's so cute. Yeah. Uh, yeah, chill days are the uno- like you know. I don't. I think when people plan trips, they don't always be like, "Well, how do we work in a chill day or a day of nothing?" Because it's like, why am I here if I'm not going to do something? Right. <clears throat> well, and I was thinking about one of the times that we were in Florence when we went to the Abbey, mm-hmm. and that day that I mean, I was working and you had schoolwork yeah. to do, and we just went to a library. <laughs> yeah. We sat yeah, at the yeah. library. We could see the Duomo. Yeah, I had a great view. And. We just worked. Yeah. We were sitting in library yep. drinking cappuccinos and <laughs> hanging out. I'm like, this. Yep. That, to me, is an important aspect. Can we talk about something we didn't talk about last travel episode? Yeah. That panini place in Florence? Oh, my gosh. Yeah, let's talk about I that because <clears throat> the food in Disney... I mean, I don't have any, like... I mean, as far as theme park food goes... Yeah, it's great. It's for great. A, way better than Six Flags. Yeah, <laughs> totally. This panini place, it was... I mean, you step outside and you look up and there's the Duomo, right? I'm pretty sure that's yeah. it was in that area. Yeah, isn't that little circle-y thing around the... Um, and it's like... What is that? What's the thing in the center? Oh, the... Um, the baptistry? baptistry? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, okay. And it was like a make-your-own-panini bar. It was like... Well, sort and, of. And this, yeah, well, sort of. I mean, like, you go they in... They do it. Yeah, but, like, they present you with choices. It's like, well, what what would you like would you like this meat or this meat and you get to try the samples like oh i want that one how about cheese this one or this one oh i want that one yeah and friends this panini place is the size of like a closet yeah it's really small you walk in single file (laughs) you make your way down the assembly line um and there's no seating. Like you immediately yeah. exit. All the seating and, was out, and you can sit outside. Well, maybe also, it was a little chilly, was so cold. maybe it was like the start of the outside sitting season. Yep. Otherwise, it would have been grab it and take it back it to wherever oh you're God, staying or so living. Good. I would get that and pizza for lunch, and then go to that pizza place for dinner. Uh-huh. Oh my God, it was so good. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm that- getting hungry. I should not talk about this. I'm kind of hungry right now. Yeah. 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 I mean, the we went to a couple of cute places for dinner in Disney. For me, 
<clears throat> Here's the thing that doesn't make any sense to me. And I admittedly have not been to Disney in 16 years. And since then, their food options for people who mm. don't eat meat or dairy really, I mean, like I'll eat butter, eggs, um, are very limited and they're better than they used to be. Yeah. Like there was a veggie burger at mm. that one place. And uh, if you, you know, Disney dining also includes a ton of buffets. Like that's just kind of right. like the yeah. thing. Um, you have like fast food, street food, kind of uh, fair food level. And then you have like the buffet level. Mm. And then you have an actual like dinner, but usually it's all kind of predetermined right, like, it's like a fixed price yeah it's a fixed price yeah, a, you you pick from menu items which like the steak at the beast's castle was really good <laughs> so we obviously very- they do steak well in disney um the the options for people who are not interested in eating a steak or a burger or <laughs> fried dough yeah. um it, are did tricky. See, did you see a sign for fried dough anywhere? Oh yeah, there was. Oh man, how did you not smell the fried dough? If, if, if it was in Galaxy's Edge, it went way over my head. No, I don't. I didn't see any fried dough in Galaxy's Edge. Oh man, I didn't. Well, not. speaking of Galaxy's Edge, I think to kind of close this out, bring this home. Yep, we have to talk about this. There's a lot of awesome things like Magic Kingdom. It's magical and great. It's magical and great. Love it. Uh. The Avatar ride was probably all of our favorite experiences oh, in that trip. my God. It was so good. I, cri- I I cried. As soon as we were flying on the Banshee, like we got through a part of the forest where it was dark and I heard the music start. I was and like, oh. seeds from the sacred yep. tree. And I'm like, she's crying right now. And I'm, she's I'm on this, I'm riding an Ekron Banshee crying <laughs> It was so beautiful. I mean, it's like you're. It's a. It's 3D, so you're in front of a big screen, huge screen, glasses, and it was the most thrilling thing. I think I've been on this. This this supplants the Spider-Man ride when I went on 20 years ago. This is so good. Yeah, and I would say that if even if you're not like a big Avatar movie fan, and this is not Avatar. The cartoon, oh, yeah. like so it's Avatar, Blue People, James Cameron. Um, even if you're not a big fan of that movie, the ride is astonishingly that incredible. ride could have been themed anything. Yeah, you could have been Mary Poppins holding an umbrella. Yeah, I'm like this is thrilling. Yeah, yeah, it was so good, and it was it was remarkable. And because of my deep love of <laughs> the storyline, right. I of course started crying. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, what we really went to see, and we hit first, I mean, I think that we did do, we went there for the first thing the first day, is yeah. Galaxy's Edge, yeah. right? Which is, that was the, re- that was her yeah, request, right. was for birthday graduation to go to Galaxy's Edge. It wasn't, I want to go to Walt Disney World. Right. It was, I want to go to Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, we're like, uh, okay. Okay. Easy. And, you know, for whatever you feel about Disney purchasing Star Wars... I love Star Wars. So seeing it get the Disney treatment as far as like being immersive. Yeah. Seeing things like, oh, there's a life-size X-Wing over there. And it's pumping out like dry ice as like smoke. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. That's great. 
come back, walk back this thing, walk past it an hour later. Oh, there's Chewie and Ray just kind of hanging out, fixing this X-Wing. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, this is the coolest thing I've ever seen. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. So yeah. like the the ride the rise of the resistance ride was awesome. It was mind blowing. Like I mean on the, every level. The the lines filled up pretty quick for that. That's why mm-hmm. we like, okay, last day, first thing, we're doing this. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Smuggler's run was also cool. I I mean I think I liked Rise of the Resistance more. I wonder I if you would have liked Smuggler's Run more if you were a pilot. Yeah, I was a gunner twice. Yeah. I wanted to be a pilot. I was willing to wait in that line and go on it a third yeah. time for you to be a pilot. Yeah, we already waited so long. I'm like, I didn't want to wait yeah. another hour. Um, But I mean, the really, the thing that sealed the deal, which like, I, I, I'm not going to say spoiler alert, because we're not going to talk about spoilers. We're not going to talk about details. Details about making a lightsaber, mm-hmm. which was probably the coolest. If you're at all, if like you grew up with Star Wars and you're a fan, I mean... It was worth the money. Worth every. I think it was worth the penny. money because you get not only get this pretty amazing, legit, legit lights. Legit. It's legit. Yeah, it's a legit lightsaber. It's not plastic. It's not right. you it, know. It's legit. It's legit. It's a legit <laughs> lightsaber. But like, you could have gone into a shop next door to where we were and like p- like picked one out that they had under a case. You're like, oh, I want that one. And it still would have been more than a hundred dollars. Right. Yeah. And it's like you don't get to build it you're just choosing from the ones they already yeah. have this was a ceremony mm-hmm. it was ritual it was ritual and i did not know what to expect like they usher you into a room and of course they have staff what they call well i don't even remember what they call the people that helped you assemble this thing i don't remember either, either. but a woman there who is like the master of ceremony of this thing mm-hmm. starts delivering this monologue about the force and the kyber crystals and it like i got chills multiple times when she's talking about these i'm like oh my god and it's funny thinking about knowing we were going to do this i couldn't decide if i wanted blue or green and the you weeks, get to pick the color of your kyber right, crystal you pick, and that dictates the color of your lightsaber right yeah so do you think anyone's listening that doesn't know this i don't think that that part is a secret no i mean like doesn't know that a kyber crystal and the color I think maybe some people don't know uh, that, honey. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. <laughs> so you're like, like everyone knows about kyber crystals. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. They're like amethysts, basically. Oh, so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So like you get to choose your color, basically. I couldn't try. I, I knew it was going to be blue or green. You could have also chosen purple or violet or red. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's going to be blue or green. I said I wanted green because I remember getting a toy lightsaber when I was very young and like my first lightsaber was green. Yeah. So green. And then like, I don't know, I couldn't decide. I'm like, oh, but maybe I want blue. I couldn't, couldn't decide. So she basically takes you into a meditation. I yeah. mean, for all intents and purposes, it was a meditation. Yeah. And yeah. so she says, close your eyes. And she says, I don't even know what she said. She said two words. And I said, green, green. It's going to be good. And I was already crying at this point. So uh, I was attempting to just be really good at taking pictures and focusing on what was being said. Um, I was not building a lightsaber this time around. The woman says, like, here, like, all the, here are the different colors. Colors. Basically, here are the colors you can choose from, but in a very thematic, right. you know, monologue. And she's talking about who has had lightsabers of those various colors. And I am choking up. Like, I can't pull myself together. This woman said, 
when she's talking about the blue one. Uh-huh. She I'm gonna said, cry about it again. Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh my god! And Obi-Wan. I turned around and I'm like, "You are bawling." <laughs> I like can't. Oh, yeah. I feel it in my chest yeah. when we talk about Obi Wan. So yeah, but it was very, it was very, very thematic. Yeah, there's. I love like the theming as far as like the costumes, the setting, music they had going. For me, it's the music. The music. It's always the music. I'm. Mean, it's which was going on in every ride line every ride everywhere so like, yeah so, not just music but also thematic sounds yeah. so you know you're in pandora and you're hearing the creatures that you mm-hmm. would hear you know you're in galaxy's edge and you're hearing ships take off right every now and then you hear like yep it was so good yeah so good yeah so and- like for me it was not only the words she was saying and what we were doing because you do there are some, there's a lot of different, there's like branches of choices that could really make your lightsaber unique. And that's mm-hmm. why I love mine. Cause I'm like, this looks like nothing I've seen in any book or movie, movie or TV yeah. show. It's yeah. like, this is mine. Right. And yeah, once the, and the music kicks in, that's when I felt some chills. Like it was really, really yep. cool. And because it means something, it's not just a movie I've loved forever. Like there's deeper again, like, considered mythology so this is my connection to anything spiritual and i, I do that through movies anyway so right. like this is like a whole other level of connecting to something bigger than <clears throat> myself the mystery of the universe type thing um yeah, yeah i mean for me too this is like and you know everybody gets to have their thing right and like the force isn't like just this made up kind of uh pop culture reference that we like to like tap into for me it really is about how all of us are connected by this energy system and um and so it feel you know it it's felt it's a very real experience and i think that you know absolutely for you this is your this is your connection to deep spirituality at this you know, really fun and like playful level that isn't involved in any kind of like dogmatic, um, right. you know, yeah. hard side of a lot of organized religion. Like yeah. it, it's just, it's just really beautiful and light and uh, oh my God, so amazing. And as far as like movies and storytelling. Yeah. Because I think these, the, the original, the original Tridge, that's what I'm calling it. Ridge Tridge. Um, ruined me especially watching the mcu unfold mm-hmm. every every kind of like turn from either phase one to phase two or like a third of this character's movie i'm waiting for like like the act two where it's like when is our hero gonna face their darkest actually darkest like right. what's gonna happen who's gonna die when are they gonna reach the lowest point mm-hmm. and then spoiler alert if you haven't seen infinity war by now it's been like four years yeah um you know love it that movies when they do that yeah you know because another series of movies that i enjoy are the mummies with brendan frazier and like the they're fun but it's like they made one movie and then the second one is like oh it's the second one it's like right nothing it's it's another fun adventure i enjoy it but like our characters you know have to grow and they fail and they have challenges to meet 
Well, it's but the like, hero's journey that really yeah. like actually speaks to you. So like if the, there's that missing piece yep. of, you know, needing to like right. when are we have some see, reconciliation. Well, it's like, when are we going to like, especially Empire Strikes Back? It's yep. like, especially the with Luke, like this is like where he is learning. Yeah. This is where he is growing. It's like he's meaning like everything he does on Dagobah is essentially, he fails. Yeah. Like he can barely hold up rocks. He can't lift the X-Wing. He screws up that weird test when he meets Darth Vader, like you know, the fake Darth Vader. Like everything he's doing is failure, and he sees it as failure. And Yoda's like, "This is this is how you grow." I mean, this is how you grow. Like, how do you adjust to failure mm-hmm. or from it? You know, and how do you meet these challenges? And like, that's why I was waiting for the MCU. I'm like, when is Captain America gonna die? Because right. that would be the thing that would rip my heart out. And like, mm-hmm. how would it ever? Like, how do we recover from that? Right. And that's the storytelling for me. You know? Yeah. That's why, like, Infinity War, when it's like, as <laughs> soon as Bucky was like, Steve, he takes two steps and it's dust. I was like, oh, uh, what's happening? <laughs> what's going on? And then people start disappearing. And people then start disappearing. And then when Spider-Man was like, sir, I don't want to go. I was like, oh, my God. I have to wait a year. But, like, I totally appreciated it. And, like, you know everyone was going to come back, you know? Like, you kind Uh, of didn't think anyone, well, not many, would be, like, dead forever. But, like, at least the willingness to put our characters in the spot where they had to recover, learn from, and grow from such a kind of traumatic thing. And that's, like, all comes from Empire. It's like I'm watching, like, it used to not be my favorite one. Now it's totally my favorite one. Mm -hmm. I love it so much. Yeah. So, like, whenever movies don't take the opportunity to really put the characters through some shit and just like the focus group wants a more upbeat kind of story. I'm like, I hate when they do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I agree because it's like, it's an important lesson for everybody to like see and learn from that. It isn't always like a win. It isn't always going to be, you know, you nailed this, you nailed this, you nailed this. And uh, sometimes you take an L. Sometimes take an L. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, final thoughts? Final thoughts is I can't wait to go back. Yeah. It's so weird. I can't wait to go back. I'm probably going to have to bring snacks. Okay. Um, Because the snacks. food thing was hard. Yeah. I love snacks. I know. I know. I know. I don't yeah. know why I was just like not even... There was no part of my brain. It was such a short trip that it didn't matter that much. Anyone can rally. To my digestion. Right. Anyone can rally for an... Three days. Indeterminate amount of time. Anyone can rally for fill in the blank. 35 minutes, three months, whatever it is. (laughs) Three days. Yeah. Anyone can (laughs) rally. Um, Yeah. I want to go back to... Because, of course, I'm really leaning into my pop-up hood where I'm Mm. like, okay... When are we bringing Luna? When are we bringing Luna? And watching other parents deal with their tiny children, I'm like, oh, this isn't happening before seven minimum. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Old enough where the magic is still there and young enough. Young enough. Young enough so the magic, so the magic is, still, is still, still there. Old enough where you're avoiding the complete temper tantrum meltdown. Utter meltdown. Yeah. I already decided I'm going to go to the bank and open up another account and just slide like 50 bucks every... Every couple of weeks. Luna's uh, 
It's vacation. Luna's birthday fund or just our going to Disney fund? This is uh, taking Luna to Disney. So like in eight years, we'll oh, have wow. a handful of grand to play with. If we we're going to go to, uh, we're going to stay in that Star Wars hotel. Oh, that's so... <laughs> It sounds like an introvert's nightmare. It does sound like an introvert's nightmare. Um, yeah, I had a blast. It was a Disney Blitz where, like, we were on. I was able to rally be on the go from dawn to after sunset for three days. Yeah, I don't know how much longer I could have kept up that pace. It was big. It was big. Three days was good, but would totally can't wait to go back and see other stuff and just kind of maybe take it easier mm-hmm. i don't know just be in the sunshine yeah like so really happy really thankful that we got to do it and i'm looking forward to do it with just you and me and also later on when dip into my seven with a you know seven or eight year old would be kind a of fun little too. one yeah mm-hmm. i agree yeah well good stuff honey Yay! Mutual victory. Mutual victory travel. Mutual victory travel. This is Matt. This is Jeannie. Thanks, everyone.